You are blessed. I, you, you know, they are talking about this virus. What virus? Corona. What virus? Corona. I'm not scared of that virus. What has killed over 22,000 people already? The flu. It's killed over 22,000 people already, more than 22,000 people. You do the same thing for that as for the other. So we have plenty of room and space in here, right? I didn't know that people just use toilet paper when it's one of these things and they just use clean that. I might go to a restaurant now. First time they've really been clean. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that we can do. So they may shut down churches pretty soon. It's coming. And uh, what we do is we're videoing Sister Gwen's class. And, uh, and uh, then we'll do hers, and then I'll come down here on a Saturday or something and, uh, uh, if we have to. Now, you all know uh, the visitors uh, and the new members, ChristTempleNorth.org. You pull that up, you can get any message we've done. Like this message will be on there around 1 or 2 o'clock, okay? All right, so here's what, uh, what we need to do. We need to stay in prayer. Uh, another thing is your children are back there now. Elizabeth, of course, you know she's a nurse, uh, and she's going to show the kids how to wash their hands. Now, not from this thing, but where does flu used to come from? And colds used to come from your children. So that's what they're doing it now, see? And I'm glad that you all came here now. The Bible, I heard our, uh, Sister Isaac say about prayer and the power of God. The Bible says in Romans 8 and 26, the same way the Spirit help us in our weakness. And we got so much stuff going on right now in this country. You're talking about flus and viruses and, and now allergy types coming and allergies and folks shooting folks up and the politicians, are, we don't even want to talk about them. It's just all of this stuff is going on. And we need to stay in prayer right now for our country with all of the other things. One of the tricks of the devil is to get you focused on one thing and he's doing another. Just like this, he's got everybody focused on this virus and the common flu's already killed two, 20, more than, it says 22,000 to 50 because they're estimated. So it's over 20, so we focusing on that and the flu's wiping folks out, right? That is a trick of his to get you focused on, like some folks is more focused on this virus than they are their marriage, which has got a worse virus than this one's gonna think. Well. You can recover from that virus. This other one will cost you some money to get out of that virus, right? So he wants us to focus on anything but the things that we need to be focused on now. And it says uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will intercede for us. Uh, and, and, and we need the Holy Spirit to do the praying because the Holy Spirit will pray for us in a way that we don't know what we need prayer for. And so uh, last week we were doing a message and I didn't get through with that message. So this week we're going to uh, uh, keep going. Now listen to me, very careful. Do you believe in God? Amen. Do you believe in his promises? Amen. Well, we're going to talk about one of his promises today. First Peter, second Peter, excuse me, second Peter 1, 2, and 10. All right, here we go. First of all, he says, I pray that God will be kind to you and will let you live in perfect peace. Now he's praying, Paul, uh, excuse me, Peter's praying, he's saying that he is praying that God will give us perfect peace. 
Now, we're going to do some scriptures where, where let me tell you what's going on now. People are old, got so much anxiety and stress that it's going to do more damage to them than the virus. That's right. Because anxiety and stress is not a healthy thing. And so what we need right now is to have peace. That's right. You can have peace in your spirit, okay, when, and still be concerned about things. You can be concerned about things and still have peace. That's Does right. that make sense? That's right. And so what we want to do is find out if God had promised us peace anywhere in the Bible. Because now here's what I tell you all in here. We're going to live, okay, on God's promises. There's two things God can't do is fail and lie. That's right. Right? So we're going to read some scriptures and find out if God has promised me peace. So if God has promised me peace, then I'm going to have peace no matter what's going on around me. That's right. And see, and let me tell you something. You are healthier when you have peace, even if you're dealing with some kind of sickness. Right? Does that make sense? So if you come down with what we call the flu or this virus or whatever it is, if is your body is strong enough, it can fight off things. Does that make sense? That's if your body is strong enough, it can fight off things, right? If your spirit is strong enough, you can fight off things. If your faith is strong enough, you can fight off things, right? Because sickness ain't going, it'll be something next year. Sickness ain't, ain't never going away. We've already dealt with this, okay? This, I'm going to use the flu again. Since 2008, all right, this flu is worse. You see, how many people's heard that on TV? You haven't heard that on TV. You can pull it up on your phones and tell you that. Wouldn't you be more concerned about something that's killing people? Now, you see what I'm saying? They ain't had 22,000 people or 50,000 people in the world die but they have of the flu. So, so, but God will tell us what we need to be concerned with. Because, see, let me tell you something. Anxiety and stress will rob you of your peace. That's right. That's you right. see? Does that make sense? Go ahead, please. And first of all, Pastor, he's not peace. talking about a little peace. He's talking about perfect peace. All right. Here we go. And peace is freedom from disquieting, oppressive thoughts or emotions. In other words, you see, peace will help you to calm down your, what, your thoughts and your emotions. When, you know, when we get all emotions get caught up, let me tell you what is really crazy. They're telling people not to uh, be in churches in uh, Johnson, uh, Jackson County, I think, and Johnson County. They only want uh, 200 people in, the, in a sanctuary or a building, right? You got five or 600 people in line next to each other buying toilet paper. Right. Right. What kind of sense does that make? You, you see what I'm saying? Because they've lost, they've got, their thoughts are, the, the, and, and, and everybody's grabbing this and grabbing this and grabbing, there's going to be some great sales on toilet paper and, and paper towels, uh, yes, and Clorox in about three weeks. They, they'll have so much left because everybody's got enough for a year, right? You see? But, but peace, well, what you do is when you get in your emotions, you get caught up in your emotions, you panic. And when you, get, when you panic, you start grabbing from things. Or you get desperate. When you get desperate, desperate people do desperate things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to sit, stand still, sit still, have God's perfect peace, and then think about what you needed, the next move you need to make. That's right. That's right. Does that make sense? It's like the stock market. I was so hurt that I don't have a lot of money. When that stock market crashed, I'd have been buying everything I could buy up. Because the stock market always does what? Goes back up. 
So the rich people, see, the rich people, they start buying all that stuff up because they know it's going back up. So a lot of people panic, and the news media will help you panic. Do y'all understand that? And so what we got to do is stay calm in God's perfect peace. Perfect peace. Right? Let's listen to me. Perfect peace is something. I have that. I'm telling you. I had that perfect peace, you know. The only thing that bothers me is March Madness. But we'll just have May Madness. You understand what I'm saying is? Uh, I can listen to Dr. Stanley or something else. So what we're saying is, I want you all to have that perfect peace. We don't panic. We don't panic in this church. Now, some of them here have done panic. We don't panic. We have it. And, but, but, but let every man or woman be persuaded by their own mind. Some people get nervous if they're in a congregation with people. Those people need to stay home. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Those are the people that need to do that because that gives them peace and comfort of mind. Some of us can't have We, we go right on through it and still have peace. Right. Now, here, the Bible tells us, Brother Isaac, that we can have peace in the midst of a storm. There's a song that I think sings that. Now, you can sing that song. If we'd have somebody sing that song, Peace in the Midst of a Storm, folks would be just jumping up and shouting until the storm comes. Well. Do you understand? But I'm, I'm relying on God's perfect peace in my life, and I want you to have that. I'm not just talking about this, this thing. I'm talking about everything. Right. Are you understanding me? All right, what else? Peace is also quietness of mind. Sometimes, sometimes you need to shut down your mind. Sometimes you, you, you just need to shut it down. Shut down your mind because sometimes, sometimes when you don't have peace, you can't filter it. Sometimes when you don't have peace of mind, you can't filter what's going on in your head. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I making sense to you? You see, but the Holy Ghost, when you got peace of mind, the Holy Ghost will filter what you need to go into your mind. Come on. Right? Does that make sense? Here we go. It is also freedom from fear. Violence. Well, free, freedom from fear. And you all know that fear does what? Paralyze you. And the Bible says God did not put the spirit, spirit of, fear. of fear in us. You see, you can be cautious and not have fear. They're two different things. Yeah, we want these, these times right now that's going on, we need to be cautious. But we can't live in fear. Come on, right. folks. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And some of you all have, uh, have been in uh, surgery. You've had... Uh, things that happen to you, whether it be cancer, diabetes, whatever it is, you were nervous, but you should have had fear, right? You're nervous about, there's, it's okay to be nervous about some things, right? But it's the difference between fear. Having fear will paralyze you not to be able to do what you need to do in your life. That's right. Come on. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. All right, here we go. It's also freedom from anger and anxiety. It, it, it's freedom from what? Anger freedom from anger. That's what peace is. Everybody should want that in their home. Not only in your home, you ought to want that in your life. If you got that in your life, you won't have that in your home. You don't, we don't need all this anger and all of this stuff. You know, we shouldn't have to have a domestic violence month. No, we shouldn't have to have that. You see? But what is that called by? Somebody's got anger. Because anger, anger is blind. Does that make sense? And anger will cause us, uh, whoever's got it, to hurt somebody. So we don't have anger because we have what? Perfect peace. And what was the other one? Harmony. Uh, we have uh, harmony. And calmness. And calmness. And I think we had anxiety too. Did we have anxiety? Mm -hmm. It's freedom from Yeah, anxiety. and freedom from anxiety. 
I want to, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, anxiety puts stress on your heart. That's right. We don't need all this anxiety that's going on. We need to, come on, y'all, we need to have peace, right? We don't need all this anxiety. Anxiety will take you someplace that you don't want to go. Yeah, see, and it will tear your body up. It will tear your organs up. It will put stress on your heart and in your nerve system, right? And now you've got something. You can get over the flu, but you don't have a heart attack. Do you understand? Because you have too much anxiety. And so uh, we here at this church is we're trying to learn that God wants us to have harmony and, and calmness in our life. Slow down and have, just slow down. Calm down. Yeah, just calm. It'll be okay. Calm down. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's always something that's going to be on attack, right? We should know that. We Christians, right? Didn't the book of Revelations tell us how some stuff was going to be happening? That's right. That's right. It's in there, but not us, because we're in Christ, right? And as long as we're in Christ, we have, yes, we can be calm in the midst of a storm. We can have peace in the midst of a storm. Don't keep the storm away. The storms are coming, right? Storms are coming, but we can have peace in the midst of a storm because we know who we are and whose we are. Right? So sometimes we, need, we pray for the wrong thing. We need to ask the Holy Spirit in the midst of all of this as individuals to give me peace and give me calmness. Don't let me panic in the midst of all this. Right? That's right. Do y'all, let's get away from sickness. That's sometimes people leave people that they shouldn't leave people. Because they get anxiety, get stressed out, they don't know what to do and they run. Right? And you run at, the wrong, run at the wrong thing. You all know the most uh, king of the jungles. What is, who's king of the jungle? Who's the most laziest person in the jungle? Lion. The lion, right. Because the female lion does all of the what? All of the hunting. But all the, all the lion does, the male lion does is roar. But his roar, check it out, his roar is so loud it paralyzes the animals. And the female animal kills him and he comes and eats first. I'm just talking about the lion. I ain't talking about some of y'all's households now. I ain't talking about some of y'all's households. I ain't going there. Don't be get upset at me now. <laughs> you see? And so sometimes, you see, uh, it can be, and I'm not just talking this. I'm talking about anything. It can be the media can roar so loud that we will run from the roar instead of running at the roar. Are y'all with me? And so this is where we are at Christ Temple North, Right? This, uh, I love this kind of teaching because we're not going to be average people. We were average before we came to Christ. That's right. We were confused. We had chaos before we came to Christ. We had confusion before we came to Christ. But now that we're in Christ, we have calmness in our life, right? We know there are going to be storms in life. That's just a part of life. But in the midst of the storms, we like Jesus. We're down in the boat sleep. That's right. Wasn't he sleep? That's right. Isn't that right? Yeah, they were all at sea. If Jesus, Jesus is in my life, right? So he can go to sleep. I don't care if he sleep, because if he sleep, I know I'm all right, because he's in the boat. That's right. As long as he's in the boat, I'm okay. That's right. So as long as he's in my life, it doesn't matter how bad the storm is, right? I'm going to be all right because Jesus is there, right? If Jesus is in your life, it doesn't matter how big the storm is. You can have peace in the midst of the storm. And sometimes he lets it rattle us a little bit. And then when he gets tired of it, he'll wake up and say, peace be still. In the midst of that storm, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. You see, Isaac has a thing. He said, look at God. Can he do it? But this is the way we ought to be doing like this, okay? So we have a storms. We got storms. Just storms going on right. Stock market, sickness, all this going on right. But we ain't going to, hey, 
we're going to be like, remember Aretha Franklin, rock and steady? Yeah, it's going to move us. The wind's going to move us a little bit, but we're still going to be firm in our faith and be firm in our beliefs, be firm in our hope, right? We're going to be firm because we're a child of God. Now, it, now they're, they're, they'll be shutting churches down pretty soon, probably because of this, uh, you know, but, but, that, but I'm going to have my saying, my faith ain't in this building. My faith is in God, right? right. They can shut down what they want to shut down, right? That's right? Because what I have, I carry with me, right? Do you all understand what I'm saying? So if you think this is a storm right now, just wait to Jesus. He'll get rid of all and say, peace be still. He may be teaching us a lesson right now. My mother would say cleanliness is godliness. All right, here we go. Go over the next thing, right? I feel good about this, all right? And Brother DJ is going to leave at 1030 because he's speaking at the mother church. When he gets up, that's what he's doing, okay? All right, here we go. Now I'm going to read from the Amplified Version of Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And it says, let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your heart. This is what we're talking about. Let Christ be the controlling factor of your heart. Not the media, not the people around you. Let Christ be. Let him control your heart. Do you understand? If he controls your heart, that's why all that hate and anger and all that confusion and chaos cannot live there. Right? If you get your heart right, your life will be right, right? That's right. Are you with me? That's right. Not only controlling, but deciding and settling questions that arise. Yeah, and it, he'll, he'll help us to make a decision when questions arise. Because sometimes man doesn't have an answer. They don't have the answer for this, this, this virus, right? They don't have a, a, a pill yet or a shot yet for this virus, right? God knows the answer. That's right. Right? And he's got somebody that's going to come up with the answer, but sometimes he'll let you suffer a little while because there's a, bless, there's a blessing in the lesson. That's right. Are you understanding me? And even in your particular life, your regular life, okay, let, let, let God's peace control your heart. Take all that anger away. Take all that desperate away. All right? He goes on to say, to this peace indeed you were called as members in one body so of this, believers. We're called as what in this church? One body. One body, and we, we believe in the peace of God. Amen. Isn't that right? So, see, the, the, the world is going to be better because all of us, when we go home, we're going to pray for peace on the world. We're gonna ask, we need peace. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Then we're told to be thankful to God always. Be thankful to God always. See, sometimes when something happens to you, you need to say, thank you, Lord. That's right. Because sometimes he smacks you, right, to keep from you getting killed. Right? Sometimes it takes a little storm in your life to get you on the right track. Come on. Does that make sense? Come on. See, there was a time in my life when I was, I, I was my own God. And then when it got out of control and out of my hands, then I found out who he really was, right? So sometimes maybe God has given us a lesson. He said, y'all, y'all, as my mother said, you're smelling yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what that means, all right? You see? And so he said, I'm going to give him a lesson. I'm going to put something upon the whole world. I'm going to put something upon the whole world. I'm going to frighten the whole world. I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to just have everybody just going crazy. And they'll fight, figure out. Maybe they'll come back to me. All right, here we go. David says in Psalm 85 and 8 from the Passion... So God got his attention. He said, now I'll listen carefully hmm. to your voice. You, sometimes you have to go somewhere. 
go through something. And now, like, yeah, yeah, carefully for your voice. He didn't say to just listen. He said, now I'm going to do what? Carefully listen carefully listen. to his voice. And his voice is in the word, the word of God, of course. And this is what you're getting. You're, when the pastor speaks, we'll see, I'm a prophet today. Prophecy, I'm giving you a prophecy. Prophecy means God speaking through man, that'd be me, to man, all right? So we, we understand that. The prophecy is for us that uh, this morning is that the peace, we can have peace in the midst of a storm. That, I'm telling you, the Bible's telling you, you can have peace in the midst of a storm. All right, here we go. Again, now I'll listen carefully for your voice and wait to hear whatever you say. Let me hear your promise of peace. Look at, look at David talking. David said, let me hear your promise of peace. Y'all here this morning, guess what? I'm speaking to you through the Holy Spirit. God's got peace. That's right. yeah, God's got, he's, he's got peace right now because he, he promised you peace. He promised you peace. What, 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 why are we doing all this stuff up here? You understand? I was laughing at Brother Gerald. Brother Gerald said he got the flu. And he said that flu made him sick of the dog, right? Yeah. All these people have got that, but look where he's at today. He didn't die. That's right. I think he's standing back there, right? Yeah, yeah, he back there, right? There's going to be some more of you going to get the flu, right? Don't get it confused with this other, right? We're going to get some sickness, right? That's right. There are going to be some layoffs, right? It's life, right? But what did he promise in the midst of that? He promised us to have peace. The reason some people make mistakes, listen to me very carefully, they've got too much going on in their head. But when you have peace, you make the right decision because when you have peace of mind, you can sit and you can take your time and you can hear the Holy Spirit. A lot of people can't hear the Holy Spirit because they ain't got peace in their mind. They got too many things going on. Come on. All right. Am I doing all right? Yes. All right. Again, David said, let me hear your promise of peace. Mm -hmm. The message every one of your godly lovers longs to hear. This is what we long to hear. I, all I need, I'm good. I'm good today because... I've done this lesson, and God is telling me, calm down. Have peace, and this too shall pass. You've been there before. You see what I'm saying? You've been, you've been through worse things than this. You done been through three-time cancer survivors. You done been through that. They didn't, you're right? You understand that? You made it through that. You done done chemo. You done made it through that. You done made it through all this, right? You've been married 50 years. You done been through all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll pay for that. You'll hear it. But anyway, <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? You see, y'all, you know, Cisco and I in August will be married 50 years, all right? Everybody look at me. You don't think ain't been no storms? Come on. You ain't think there been some times that we thought this ain't going to work? Come on here. But it, it, was the, it was the peace of who? It's the peace of God. That's right. You see, because the peace of God will get you firm and cause you to stand and take a good look. Because, see, you start running, you run the wrong direction. Okay. The Bible says it this way. David said, don't let us in our ignorance turn back from following you. Say, don't let us in our ignorance. Don't get ignorant and start running and turn your back on God. What are we doing? Yeah, see. I'm not going to turn my back on God, right? You don't, I'm not running from God. We're going to run to God, right? In ignorance, we run away. We do crazy things. All right, keep going. Now turn to Philippians chapter 4. I'm going to read verse 7. This is from the New English Version. Then I'll read it again from the message. 
It says, then because you belong to Christ Jesus, God will bless you with peace. Wait a minute. The Bible says who do you belong to? Christ Jesus. God's going to bless you with what? Peace. With what? Peace. With what? Peace. Ought to be in your household. It can't be in your household unless both parties have it. Is that right? Somebody's got to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. You can't argue by yourself. Make plain. Make plain. I'm just saying. Make plain. See, here's how you do it. I help you married couples and you people are about to get married in relationships. Here's how you do it. You sit down, you pull up one chair for her, one if you got one chair for yourself, or you got mad you don't want to deal with it, you pull your own chair up, each one, pull the third chair up and ask the Holy Spirit to come in and put peace in the middle of that thing. And you see how that works. That's right. It works. Oh, it definitely works. All right. A peace that no one can completely understand. And some, we can't completely understand it. You know, the things that's most hard to understand are the things that's most easy. That's right. Nobody understands. How can y'all have peace in the midst of a storm? We don't know. God gave it to us, and we just accepted it. That's right. He promised it to me, and I accepted it. He said I could live it. And I accepted it. The Holy Spirit assists me in peace. I accept it. If I got peace in my mind and peace in my heart, look at me, in my mind and my heart, my soul and my spirit, there'll be peace in my home. Do you understand what I'm saying? So how many of you got jobs? Most of you got jobs? Amen. All hell broke leaks on them jobs because those non-believers, and some believers, they don't have peace. And so they wanted to cause you to get in the midst of their chaos. But see, there's an old song, I can't remember it, that I'll let nothing disturb my peace. You see, I'm not going to let anybody steal my peace. Because I like joy. And when you have joy, peace, you got joy. And I'll let nobody steal my joy. And don't let nobody steal my peace. Ask me why. They didn't give it to me. God gave it to me. It's his promise. And, and, and if, listen to me very carefully. We strong Christians up in here. If God gave me something, it's up to me to protect it. God give me that peace. I accept it. I protect it. Get, you have to get out of my face. I don't hear that. You go in your house. Just go crazy. We're going to have peace up in here. Loose here, the demon of confusion and chaos. We have peace up in this house. Kids will look at you crazy, and maybe a spouse will look at you crazy. Everybody starts scattering. Right, right. You see, because it, confusion and chaos is demonic. It has to be because God gives us peace, then anything that's not peaceful is not of God. And if we are God's children, we need to live of God. And if we're living of God, we ought to be living in peace. All right? It goes on to say, and this peace will control the way you think Whoa. and feel. This peace will control the way I want? Think and feel. The way I think and feel. Yes, this is what it says. This peace that God will give you will control the way you what? Think, think and feel. feel. Now, some of you all are looking, but we probably come from a different version than you have because I use different versions. I want you all to do something. Uh, I, I want the couples to do something for me, okay? We read that again. Look at who you with. Read that. And this peace will control the way I think and feel. I like that. That's good. She kissed her husband there. That's cute. That's good. I'm loving that. It'll control the way I what? Think. And the way I what? I feel. I can't do that on my own. But God's peace will control the way I think and the way I feel. That's right. 
Ain't no hate in that. Ain't no anger in that. Ain't no violence in that. That ain't nothing but hugs and kisses in that. That's right. Huh? According to the gospel, this is what I'm seeking. I'm seeking God's peace in my life, in my life. Gwen seek it in her life, and we come together. We have a peaceful marriage, which gives a peaceful home because it is a promise of God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? This is where we're at. So there's nothing. Say, let me tell you something that's good about this, this thing. They want everybody to stay home. You know what's good? You can be families once again. That's right. We can be families once again, right? Your kids ain't going to soccer and basketball and swimming and dance and all that stuff. Now you got to come up with a solution to how y'all got to live together as a family. That's right. That's right. In peace. Well, you can do that living with God's promises. All right. That's good. All right. Here we go. Again, so we know that this is the Bible. That was Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And now I'm going to read verse 6 and 7 from the message. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. He said, don't be certain. Pray. Don't be worried about something. Pray. pray about it. Okay? That's the message. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Worrying, doesn't, worrying ain't never solved nothing. That's right. That's right. All right? Let petitions and praises... Shape your worries into prayers. Hey, let all that stuff going on shape your worries into prayers. Sometimes you just need to, very simple, I'm going to pray about it. Get together and quit talking to each other. Say, let's, get to, get, let's hold hands in the family. Let's right. pray about it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? You, you disagree. We disagree with each other. Let's pray about it. And we found out in our long, sometimes God, Gwen's been wrong, Johnny's been wrong, God's right. That's right. You understand? All right. So what are you going to do? You're not going to be worried about things. You're going to start doing what? Praying about them. That's right. That's right. All right. This is to let God know your concerns. Let God know your concerns. Let God know your concerns. My brother's going over there to speak at the mother church that I came out of. They start at 11. He'll be there at 3. <laughs> Here we go. In verse 7 it says, Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. A sense of God's what? Wholeness. Wholeness. Say that. Wholeness. God's wholeness. All right. Everything coming together for good. Th then everything comes together for the good. When you put God in the center of it, it's going to come together for the good. All right? And it will come and settle you down. And it will come and settle you down. I'm telling you, I'm telling you all this. This works. Don't raise your hands. Many of you in here have been in relationships and marriage that fell apart because this wasn't in it. That's right. You see? This wasn't in it. You were in it. She was in it, he was in it, but God wasn't in it. And it'll fall apart. You put God in the center, and you get in prayer, and he gives you peace, and you get out of your own head, and let this mind be in me that's also in Christ Jesus, it'll work for you. That's right. All right? What Pastor's saying, the Bible says it this way. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. When God displaces it, he takes all that mess out. 
and he gets the sin of your life. I'm telling you, ain't nothing like living it. Do you understand what I'm saying? When Christ moves all that garbage and foolishness and craziness and selfishness, he moves that all out. You can live a good life. Amen. All right? Now, finally, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16 from the Passion, we're told, Now may the Lord himself, the Lord of peace, pour into you his peace. Whoa! May the Lord himself, the Lord of peace, pour in you his peace. Whose peace? His God's peace. peace. We want God's peace poured in us. That's your prayer. God, pour your peace into my life. Pour your peace into my marriage. Pour your peace into my family. Pour your peace into people I'm in a relationship with, my siblings, my family. Pour your peace into this country. You see, let him pour his peace into your life. All right? And Pastor, it doesn't say in some. It says in every circumstance. In every circumstance. And how many circumstances? Every. So in every circumstance, I want God to pour his peace in it then we can sit down and we can talk about it. You see? Because there's no little eyes and big U's. No big U's and little eyes. It's only God. And he pours. Let me tell you something. There ain't nothing like going home or getting in the car uh, and talking and feeling that peace. Whether you're with somebody or by yourself, there ain't nothing like peace. Amen. Ray Charles used to have a song years ago. I used to think money was everything. Then he said, but I'd pay it all up for a little peace of mind. You see, it's nothing like God's peace. I'm telling y'all something. You want to stay a healthy life? You want to stay healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, mostly? Let God pour his peace up in your life. Amen. You see? And anytime you think some confusion is coming in, I guarantee, I tell you, I dare you to try it. Whether you're in there by yourself or whoever you're in the house with, get down on your knees, open up and say, God, pour your peace upon our marriage. Pour your peace upon our, our relationship. Pour your peace upon me. Pour your peace upon my family. It'll change your life. Right. It'll change That's the right. behavior of your children. It'll change the behavior of your spouses. It'll change the behavior of this country. What we need, I think President, uh, almost said Reagan, President Trump is having a day of prayer. Aren't they having a day of prayer? You haven't announced it, but they're going to have a day of prayer. This is what they need to be praying for. That's right. Yeah, they're supposed to be having a day of prayer. We don't need no day of prayer for this. For this this, this, we need a day of prayer, folks getting shot all up and going into schools, killing folks and all this other. Yeah, a day of prayer. And the only thing, God, pour peace upon this country. Pour peace upon the people who run this country. You see, pour peace upon the greed. Yeah, of this country. Pour peace upon it. Yeah, see what I'm saying? We want God to have peace upon Christ Temple North. Amen. We want peace in our church. Yeah, right? In church, it's not just every circumstance, but it says, and in every possible way. In every possible way. I'm telling you, this will work for you. All right? It says, the Lord's tangible presence be with you all. The Lord's what? Tangible presence. Be with you all. Is that it? That's it. Man, wasn't that a good message? Am I 30 minutes? Oh, it is 30 minutes. All right. Let me tell you, God is good. And this is what we want. We want God's peace. We want his peace in our life. But guess where it starts? It starts here. It starts with each one of us individuals. And we, we love this church, right? 
And we want peace in this church and peace with our church members because this is the kind of church we want. And for those that will be listening to the message uh, uh, on whatever Facebook or whatever you all call that, we love you all. Be careful. And we will make sure that you pray for us and we'll pray for you. And, and wait a minute, nothing wrong with folks staying home. Because if you're not comfortable, if you're not comfortable, if you're not comfortable, then you can, you can be home. Is that right? But your prayers can be with us and your presence can be with us. Because our presence and our prayer is with them. Say amen to that, huh?